Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. Most people spend more time planning a family vacation than they spend planning their retirement. It's true, and it's probably because people know how to plan a vacation, but they might not know all the things they need to check off in planning for retirement. But that is what Pat is here for. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, alongside the founder of Preservation Specialists. Pat is also the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. So, Pat, the big question why do people spend more time planning for a vacation than they spend planning for their retirement? Well, first of all, Jen, I'll tell you it's absolutely true because I've been doing this for 22 years and I know it's true because <laughs> uh, people tell me how much time they spend on their vacations. And I do this for a living and I obviously plan my financial affairs in great detail, but I spend a lot of time on my vacation planning too. <laughs> so I think there's three reasons. One is just human nature in the sense that the vacation is instant gratification. So, mm -hmm. you know, we're typically planning a vacation weeks or months or maybe a year in advance. And, you know, for many of us, you know, retirement planning just feels so far away. You know, it's hard to justify the mental effort and the time it takes. And uh, that's a challenge for what I do, because a lot of what we bring to the table for people, some of the fruits of that labor comes way down the road. Mm -hmm. um, so that's number one. I think number two is um, the fact that typically if we're bothering to plan a vacation, we're expecting to have a good time, right? So it's kind of fun and exciting. And whether you're going to the beach or the mountains or Disney World or whatever, you have this picture of how mm -hmm. perfect it's going to be. And of course, we would love our clients to be visualizing retirement that way. But as you know, Jen, so many people, when they think of retirement, it's more fear and worry, right? They're thinking of all the things that could go wrong. So they're not picturing themselves, you know, sipping a pina colada on the beach in retirement. They're picturing themselves kind of worrying if they're going to run out of money. Yeah. And then the last one I would say is what you actually alluded to, which is just knowing how to do it. You know, if we're going to fly somewhere and uh, stay somewhere for a week for vacation, we know we need to book flights and, and book a hotel or Airbnb or something like that. And mm -hmm. we get tickets for whatever we want to do. But when you just say, you know, this word retirement and there's all these different aspects to it, it's just overwhelming to most people to even know where to start. So I think that's kind of where you started, Jen. I think that's a really important piece of it. And I think that's a good reason right there that you just gave, Pat, because when you're talking about people knowing how to plan a vacation, I'm going through the questions in my head right now. What are the things I typically ask myself or try to answer when I'm planning a vacation? And I know all of them right off the top of my head, what goes into planning a vacation. But you asked me, Pat, the questions I need to ask to know if I'm ready for retirement. I have no idea where to start. So what are some of those questions that we need to put on that checklist? Yeah, I think in today what we want to do is we want to identify just four of those questions. Not that they're the only ones, but they are four of the biggies. And mm -hmm. they're four of the ones that we get a lot of questions on. I mean, so I, what we can do is kind of identify those and kind of dig in. So the first one is how many sources of retirement income will you have? Um, the second one, which is related uh, as far as retirement income planning, which is when do you plan to start drawing Social Security benefits? The third one is what is your plan for paying for health care and long-term care expenses in retirement? And then the fourth one is what is your plan for inflation and increasing prices throughout retirement? So those are the key questions we'll talk about today. And to your point, Pat, uh, not all the questions that we have about retirement, but I think this is a good place to start. So this first question you mentioned, how many sources of retirement income will you have? Pat, I guess my follow-up to that is, how many sources of retirement income do I need? <laughs> and of course, you know, Jen, the answer to that is it depends, right? <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I would say to that question, Jen, is you can have a very satisfying, uh, peaceful, enjoyable retirement with a wildly different spending plan from someone else. We always say, you know, when someone says, what are your clients like? I always say, you know, our clients aren't broke and they're not rich. 
you know, they're not living off of, you know, just social security because they've built up something else that we're usually helping them plan with, but they're also not trust fund babies that have tens of millions of dollars, you know, invested in various places around the world. Mm -hmm. So generally speaking, they're just hardworking people that built up money, you know, either through savings or investment or inheritance or some combination of all those things. They're trying to figure out how to manage it and enjoy it and make it last. But I will say the spending range of our clients in retirement is really mind-boggling, I would say, Jen. We have clients that I'm thinking of a married couple right now, and they just love to go camping, and they love to go, like, in a tent, you know? So they're, oh. not, they're not renting a cabin. They're not getting a hotel, you know? So they're roughing it. It might be a little different than yours or mine, yeah, right? Yeah, good for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And literally, that's just what they want to be doing. They want to be out in nature and hiking, and, you know, I love a lot of almost everything that they do other than just staying in a tent all the time. And so that's just not my choice. And that's obviously that's the beauty of all of this. It's up to personal preference. Uh, But their monthly needs are pretty minimal. Whereas you can imagine that on the other end of the spectrum, we have clients that maybe they own multiple properties and they haven't paid them off yet. uh, So they have multiple mortgage payments. Uh, Maybe they're traveling a lot. Uh, Maybe they have big families that they may even be helping support them or traveling to visit them and all those kinds of things. And so that monthly expense could be staggering. So coming back to that question of how many sources do you need, it's going to depend greatly on your lifestyle in retirement. So that's why we always say the very first step is kind of getting a handle on what are those expenses going to be every month or every year in retirement to get you to the retirement of your dreams. I'm working with new clients right now and they had not given this any thought yet. And the husband said, well, so do you mean like worst case scenario, what could we live on every month? I said, no, not, not exactly. I mean, that's a good number to know too, but I want to know within reason, you know, what do you need to enjoy the retirement that you're hoping to have? And so that kind of helped give them an idea of that. And so a lot of what we'll talk about on today's show is creating the income in your retirement that will hopefully last longer than you do. And the very first step to that is getting a handle on what that needs to be, what's your income going to look like, what is the spending going to look like in retirement. And that's all about putting together a written retirement income plan. And we always say that is the foundation to a successful retirement plan. If you don't have a plan or if you would like a review of your retirement income plan, call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. At absolutely no cost and no obligation, we offer you our five-step retirement review, which gives you an opportunity to look at where you are right now and help you make sure you're on track. Once again, that number is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now to schedule one of the spots on our schedule that we've saved for listeners of today's show. That's 803-9-RETIRE. And if it's easier to find the numbers on your phone, that's 803-973-8473 to reach Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. Again, that's 803-973-8473. We're talking about the key questions you need to ask yourself to make sure you're ready for retirement. The first question centers around income, understanding how much income you'll need in retirement. Pat, tell me a little bit more about how Helping us figure out the budget so we have enough money for the fun stuff, we have enough money to cover the basics like the bills, and we also know it will last for 30 or 40 years. Yeah, so a lot of our clients really like the idea, Jen, of kind of thinking about two different tiers of income, and you have kind of your basic necessities. Uh, which would be, you know, your basic living expenses that you have every month and trying to match that with some either very low risk or guaranteed types of income. So that's where we kind of come back to those sources of income. So if you have a dollar amount that kind of sticks with you, it says that's what we need to have. I want to know I've got coming in every month so I can sleep well at night. So we want to have some low risk ways of drawing that income. So that might be your social security. If you have a pension that you're going to be receiving every month that we feel confident will continue, that would be an example there. And if there's a gap, for some people, they don't have that much guaranteed income. One of the things we may want to consider um, with your nest egg is allocating a portion of that into an annuity that would have a guaranteed lifetime income. So now in that case, that person might have two or three sources of income just covering that minimum amount of income that they need. And then, of course, for most people, there's that minimum, you know, just covering the basics um, that they want every month. And then for most people, there's something above that, that discretionary spending that's going to be more travel, more your hobbies, more maybe spending on family um, and things like that. 
So what we want to do there is what a lot of times people will do is they might have some steady income or lower risk type investments that have maybe a little more growth potential helping generate that. And there could be a couple more sources there that might come from maybe you saved most of your nest egg in your 401k or IRA. So that would be a source of income withdrawing off of that account, which will be taxable. And maybe you have something like a Roth IRA, which would be tax-free in retirement. So that might be another source. So just in this simple example I've rattled off, you might have as many as four or five sources of income in retirement. And there's a couple of benefits there. The most basic one would be not having all your eggs in one basket. Each year we meet somebody who has a company pension that has gone through some type of bankruptcy or reduction in value. Well, if your entire retirement was all in that one basket, then you'd be devastated, right? So you really, the value of having monies coming in from different places can be significant. And then the second piece is just that idea of how that money is taxed in retirement, because that could help you keep more of that money. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to reduce risk for you. We're trying to provide income that's steady. And then also, if we can, reduce taxes as well. And so just on this one topic, you can see we've kind of hit it from a lot of different areas. And the ultimate goal is to accomplish as much as we can with each piece of planning. And that's why we always say our custom-built retirement plans come from many different angles um, to try and accomplish all these things. The first step to putting together a custom-built retirement plan is taking advantage of our no-cost, no-obligation, five-step retirement review by calling us at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 towards retirement, call right now at 803-9-RETIRE and get on our calendar with one of the spots we have saved specifically for listeners of today's show. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Or again, if it's easier to find the numbers on your phone, 803-973-8473 to reach Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. During your working years, you probably have one main source of income, but in retirement, you'll probably have several. So what are they and how do you make the most out of them? We'll talk about that when Save Your Retirement continues. You define your future. You have choices. You can choose to be the author of your own life story. We all know the stock market is like a casino. You put your money down and you hope you win. But there's so many things beyond your control. When it comes to your money and your retirement, there are things that you can do to help protect yourself. Finding the right financial advisor, somebody who puts your interests first and helps you build a plan that takes into account what might happen with financial markets is an example of you choosing to be prepared. Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialist have helped hundreds of individuals and families plan for retirement. Economics and politics, they're beyond your control. But making a call to plan for those things is a choice you can make today. Call Preservation Specialist at 803-9-RETIRE. Choose to be prepared. 803-9-RETIRE. Rembeck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment Advisory Services off the Kalos Capital Inc. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And today we're going over the key questions you need to ask yourself to see if you are ready for retirement. We made the point at the start of the show, more people spend more time planning for a vacation than retirement, but it's because they know how to plan for a vacation. They know the questions they need to be asking and the things they need to take care of leading up to that trip. Same thing isn't true for retirement, and that's what we're talking about today. Pat, this next question is, when do you plan to start taking Social Security benefits? What is your plan for Social Security? My understanding is there are a lot of different options for Social Security, so how do you help somebody tackle something this complicated? Yeah, Jen, it's really a fascinating thing in the sense that, you know, when I started 22 years ago and you kind of go through the basics of financial planning and then I was very blessed, not only did I stumble into financial planning right out of college, but then I kind of stumbled into having a group and mentorship into really focused retirement planning. And, you know, at that point, people didn't really do a lot of analysis of Social Security. It wasn't really talked about a whole lot. And what we've learned since then is there are so many different options. If you're an individual, you have a lot of different things you can choose from. If you're a married couple, there are literally hundreds and hundreds of combinations of choices that you have. 
And if you Google an article or if you call Social Security, you may only hear of one or two of those options. So it's really, you know, especially if you've been working for decades, you've got a lot of value in those benefits. So it's important to know a lot about it. The very basics, um, a lot of people may know, most of our listeners, your full retirement age would be either 66 or 67 or somewhere in between, depending on the year you were born. But everyone has this fact, which you have a full retirement value and then you can take it earlier and receive a reduced value, and you can take it as early as 62, or you can defer your benefits, and those can continue to grow up to age 70. So we all have this window of 62 to 70 of when to choose when to claim. And I know I've joked with you, Jen, that we've looked, and there's over 10 million articles that answer the question, when should I take Social Security? (laughs) And I'm betting if you clicked on the first, say, dozen, most of them will say, defer it as long as you can. Mm -hmm. And that is the correct answer in a very basic scenario. It's a correct answer if all you have to live on in retirement is Social Security, then yes, we want you to work as long as you can and defer those benefits. But many of our listeners are trying to accumulate a nest egg as well. And so how do you incorporate those together? And I'm not saying it's bad to defer your Social Security, but what we want to do is we want to incorporate those benefits into each other. And then the other thing is if you are married, keep in mind that each spouse's benefits play off of each other as well. So we want to be thinking about how do you make the most of your benefits? How does your spouse make the most of their benefits? Um, And then if something happens and one of you passes away before the other, how do we make the most of the benefits of the surviving spouse as well? So those are a few of the first things that we look at, Jen, when we're working with a new client. Pat, when we talk about Social Security, I think about the three-legged stool. We talk about what that retirement savings model used to look like, where people had three legs of that stool, Social Security, a pension, and your personal savings. Now, Social Security is still there. Maybe people have some concerns about it, but talk a little bit about the makeup of that model now, because it seems like Social Security maybe isn't on equal footing as some of the other legs of that stool. Yeah, it's a great point, Jen. In fact, if I'm doing a kind of basics of retirement income talk to a group, I like to start with that stool. And we can talk about, you know, a generation or two ago when someone would retire, they may have not been concerned whatsoever about having personal savings, right? Because they would have often a pension either from the government or from a company that was anticipated and back then probably did last their whole lifetime. And then Social Security was very secure. Now you look at those three legs and pensions are, of course, disappearing. Governments are trying to find out how to reduce those benefits and then companies are eliminating them left and right, which is a huge concern if you have a lot of your retirement tied up there. And Social Security, uh, while I think will be around for our lifetimes, the funding is severely limited. And that's a huge concern because, you know, the question is going to be, will the full benefits be there through our lifetimes or will they find ways to kind of reduce the benefits even indirectly, like taxing them more and things like that? Those are certainly methods that the government can use to make adjustments to those. So what happens, of course, is, is it all falls on us naturally. And so that falls on to our personal savings. And so that's why we talk about rather than maximizing your Social Security, we talk about optimizing it in the sense that. I know the first time we talked about that, we kind of laughed and said, kind of sounds like the same thing, right? (laughs) But maximizing your social security just means deferring it till age 70. Optimizing it means personalizing it to you. And also, how does it work with your nest egg? Uh, If you want to retire at age 62, you could still defer your social security till 70. But obviously, I'm assuming you want to eat for those eight years. So that means (laughs) we may have to take a lot of money off of your personal savings off of that nest egg over those eight years. Uh, Now, maybe that works, but maybe it doesn't. Maybe that's not the best way to do it. So how do we know that? Well, we run retirement projections and we help you determine that. And that's the power of having a retirement planner working for you is we're not just saying, oh, why don't you take Social Security at this age? We're actually analyzing it, helping you find out what's the optimal choice for you because you've worked hard for those benefits and we want to make sure you're making the absolute most of those benefits. And so if you have any type of analysis already or plan for Social Security, We always say, why not get a second opinion on that? And if you do not have any type of plan or know for sure what you're doing, what a great opportunity that we have for you today, which is to take advantage of our no-cost, no-obligation, five-step retirement review. Help us take a look at your entire income plan, all of your income sources, especially Social Security. Help you make sure you've got a plan that's going to make the most for your benefits for you. Get started by calling 803-9-RETIRE if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Call right now at 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a meeting with one of our retirement planners. Just mention the words, save your retirement to get on the calendar right now at 803-9-RETIRE.
Pat Struby is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside that number is 803-9-RETIRE or if it's easier to find the numbers on your phone, 803-973-8473. RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. Pat, tell me, why is it that people have a hard time finding someone who can help them with Social Security? It seems like there's not as many financial professionals who are willing or able to take that depth of a look at Social Security compared to, I don't know, taxes or estate planning or some of these other areas. Well, it's the challenge of our industry, Jen. It's a great question. Anyone who's been in to talk to someone at the Social Security office will know one of the disclosures they have is they are there to provide information. They are not there to provide advice uh, because, you know, advising on Social Security benefits, that is financial planning, really. Mm -hmm. And that's not the job of those employees. They're there to answer your questions and give you information. The challenge of our industry is the vast majority of people in the financial services industry are compensated based on either commissions by investing your money or charging a percentage of your money. So very few people are actually compensated to review your Social Security, and that's why it's been an afterthought for so many people. And that's why we do comprehensive planning so that we can make sure we're including that in the entire plan overall. Pat, talk a little bit about how the Social Security decisions, they're so intertwined with all the other decisions you make. This is something that can't be made in a vacuum by itself. Even if you could go get that advice from someone at the Social Security Administration, Pat, would you want to when you think about all the other decisions that can be impacted by it? It's a great point, Jen. In fact, we actually have to have two pieces of software to help our clients make that decision because we have software that is very robust that just looks at a client's Social Security benefits. So it can help us see if you're an individual, it just goes through all the various age ranges. But if you're a married couple, it not only looks at each of your age ranges, but then it also works on how those benefits can maybe impact each other. Maybe they can complement each other. But that's one set of data. We still have to take that and put it into our retirement projection software because now that's where we can incorporate it with everything else that affects your life. And a perfect example, Jen, is, you know, it's not every day, but sometimes we have a couple, I'm thinking of married couples in this example, we've had couples where the social security software will say clearly the best solution for them is to defer their benefits till age 70. But once we incorporate it into their overall retirement plan, the retirement planning will actually show in some cases, not everyone, it's very individualized, but in some cases it'll show, no, it's actually much better for one or both spouses to claim Social Security earlier. We have some clients where maybe they're taking it around full retirement. We have some clients where maybe one spouse is claiming it at retirement, which maybe is early as 62, and the other is deferring till age 70. So it's really interesting to see that. But ultimately, if it's allowing you to draw more income in retirement overall and allowing your nest egg to last longer, then that's what we want, right? We want to have as much security in retirement And it's not so much what the date is on Social Security. The ultimate is that, again, not trying to maximize, but trying to optimize. How do we make that plan work for you? Take all those benefits, all the assets you have, and make them work for you as much as absolutely possible. And that's ultimately what we're trying to get to. And that's the whole idea of custom building a retirement income plan, because it's taking into consideration every possible source of income you have for retirement. If you don't have a custom-built retirement income plan, call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. For listeners of today's show, we offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. Just call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. And if it's easier to find the numbers in your phone, it's 803-973-8473. Any idea what you can expect to pay for health care in retirement? I'll give you a hint. The numbers are pretty big. And we'll talk about that next on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Thanks for staying with us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, pleased to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. Today, we're going over key questions you need to think about as you prepare for retirement. And one of the questions, Pat, what is your plan for health care costs in retirement? 
This is such a big issue. I think it made one of the villains in your book, if I remember right. But tell me, Pat, what should we expect to pay for health care costs in retirement? Yes, you are exactly right, Jen. It was Sarah Selfpay is the villain in my book. There's seven retirement villains. And I don't know if you remember this. It got me in a little hot water at home because the cartoonist that I hired, because that is certainly not a gift of mine <laughs> uh, to draw cartoons, the cartoonist that I hired drew a uh, nurse kind of thrusting healthcare bills oh, at that's you. That's right. And my wife is a nurse and did not appreciate being <laughs> tied in with a villain. So, yep. Janelle, my apologies. And I'm sure we have a number of nurses uh, listening. I think you know we don't blame you for rising healthcare costs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but the reason it was a villain in the book is because the risk of escalating healthcare costs is a huge one. And it's one of the biggest questions that I get from new clients or from people calling in or, you know, asking various retirement questions. So to answer your question, Jen, Fidelity does an annual study on this. They found a 65-year-old a retiring couple, they're estimating an average of $280,000 um, to spend over the course of their retirement on various out-of-pocket healthcare and medical expenses, which again, we always say it's just a crazy number to think about over a quarter million dollars. But then when you start doing the math, you think about, well, you know, at 65, you might live another 20 or 30 plus years and you start adding that up. It actually makes sense. And so it's a really important thing to be planning for. And to clarify, Pat, that is what you're paying out of pocket. That's not going to cover things like long-term care. So, I mean, do the numbers get even bigger when we start looking at everything that's not included in that estimate? Yeah, that's basically out of pocket for non-long-term care expenses. So that would be copays mm -hmm. and just regular medical bills and, and various premiums and things like that, excluding long-term care. So yeah, absolutely. Of course, the statistic that's held for a long time in long-term care is about half of people, once they reach retirement, will need some type of long-term care during their retirement. And of course, that's a wide range, right? Mm -hmm. That could be a couple of weeks of recovery at one point, or it could be you know a decade of dementia care or something like that. So we know there's a wide range there, but of course it can be extremely expensive. Pat, talk a little bit about how you help families navigate some of these discussions. If we are talking about our options for long-term care, I'm guessing before you help them figure out what tools they'll use, you have to figure out what their wishes are going to be and where they'd like to end up in terms of different types of long-term care scenarios. Yes. And while everyone's plan is individualized, I will say, Jen, that the first comment most people have as far as what their wishes are is to not need any type of health care. So yeah, that one's pretty well. easy, right? <laughs> but yeah, as far as the planning, there's a couple of things I'll mention. One is we talk about five distinct areas of planning for retirement. And there's three that I would say most people find most interesting, fascinating, fun, and exciting. And that is investments, income, and then saving taxes. People love talking about those three things. The two that kind of get brushed to the side are estate planning, making sure you have everything in order towards the end of your life, and then healthcare. So healthcare is definitely one that is not fun to talk about. And even people that are proactive about being concerned about it and wanting to talk about it, it's hard to actually make the plans. You know what I mean? So it's actually yeah. taking those steps. So that's the first thing I will mention. It's definitely one of the five areas that we need to have a plan for. The second thing I'll mention is we think is a very simple, logical way of approaching it is just to consider three different categories. One would be private health insurance. So will you need private health insurance at any point in your retirement? What I mean by that is if you retire at 65 or later, most people will qualify for Medicare at that point. So that may cover them. If you've worked somewhere for a long time, you may have retiree health insurance to cover you if you need it. But for a lot of people, they may say, you know what, I'm 64 and I can't take this job any longer and I need to retire, but I'm giving up health benefits. So then we have to be considering what types of independent health care plans do we have available to you? So that's number one. Number two is all of the Medicare planning and supplemental Medicare planning. Once you reach 65, most people will use Medicare if you're retired and then most people will want some type of supplement on top of that. And then the third area is long-term care. So those are kind of three totally different areas. And we just want to make sure that we have discussed that with each client. And that's where we come back to your point, Jen, which is let's talk through how big of a priority is this. And for some people, health insurance is going to be one of the biggest things, right? Because they know that's going to be a problem for them. And so we have to figure out some strategies. 
for other people that may not be a concern at all. So that's part of what we do in our planning is kind of whittling things down and make sure we're focusing our time and efforts on the things that are most important to you. And that's why we call our plans a custom built retirement plan because everyone's plan truly is gonna be different. These are not a cookie cutter approach. Each client is gonna have those five areas of planning, but literally every single client's five areas are gonna look completely different from everyone else's. And part of that is driven by what your needs are. Part of that is driven by what your priorities, what your worries and fears and concerns are. So what we want to do is help you identify those and really drill down and make sure we're solving the problems that are of biggest concern to you. And the beauty is we can actually get started at absolutely no cost and no obligation. That's why we offer our five-step retirement review with absolutely no fee to you. To get started, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. Mention the Save Your Retirement radio show to get on our calendar and schedule your meeting. Once again, that number is 803-9-RETIRE. Pat Struby is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside that number again, 803-9-RETIRE. Or if it's easier to find those numbers on your phone as you punch them in, 803 803- 973-8473. Retirewithpat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. Pat, as we talk about this tremendous issue, this challenge of covering health care costs, thinking about long-term care, when did this become such a big deal? Was health care and long-term care, was this a big issue when you first started doing this more than 20 years ago? You know, it's a really interesting question, Jen. This has changed, I would say, generation to generation. And What's really happened is when I started in, uh, it was January 3rd of 1997, Um, Mm -hmm. I remember it quite well, and, you know, long-term care insurance was kind of the industry darling, and they said, oh, this is going to be kind of the next wave of protecting people, and they were right in some ways. It was a growing market for a long time, but now that industry has massive problems because a lot of companies have gotten out of the industry and the ones that have stayed are dramatically raising their prices Mm -hmm. because they underestimated and they're having a lot more claims, which just shows how much of a need there is for that type of insurance. And one of the things I talk about in the book is this is a hole in our country's retirement system. If you think about it, it really doesn't make sense. If you think about there's a and I forget, I apologize, I forget the author's name who coined this term. It's a diagnosis lottery. And what I mean by that is imagine you're 65 and you're retired and you have a heart attack. Well, you are going to probably need to go to the hospital and maybe have surgery and then you're going to have recovery. Well, that's going to be in general terms, it's going to be covered under Medicare. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you are at the same time, someone else is diagnosed with Alzheimer's, generally speaking, the vast majority of that care is never going to be covered. Now, does that make sense? You know, is that right or wrong? You know, why did it become that way? I don't know that I have those answers, but that's the world we live in right now. And so that's the challenge of, you know, just not knowing what could possibly happen in the future and how much you are exposed. And of course, Jen, the other thing that's happened is not only in the last 22 years, but certainly in a generation or two before that, we're just living much longer. So, of course, we have more and more years where this risk is becoming more prevalent. And so that's why we worry about it and we want to make sure there's no perfect solution. We actually have a guide we use with our new clients and it goes through eight different options of solutions to try and help reduce your risk. And none of them are perfect for everybody. And maybe one of them isn't even going to solve the problem. We may want to look at two or three for each person. But it's just about having that discussion and helping you craft something that fits your personal situation. Pat, when you talk about all those years ago, long-term care insurance, those standalone policies really being the big trend or the big solution people were turning to, if you're in that boat, Pat, where you did get a long-term care policy a number of years ago, are you stuck with the decisions you made back then? Or is there anything you can do now to make changes to those policies and make changes to what you have? Well, first of all, Jen, when you talk about when I got into the industry and you say all those years ago, I take I, exception to I that. I should correct that statement. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're just saying I have, I have a lot of experience, right? So wise. So wise, Pat. Um, yeah, this is something we see all the time, Jen, which is some of our clients are uh, really leaning heavily towards us and they haven't done a lot of planning yet. And they're kind of asking us to pull together the kind of the first draft of a plan. Other people have done a lot of stuff already. 
And then they're kind of coming to us to kind of pull it together or either review an existing plan. So those that have already been working on it, maybe they bought long-term care insurance. Maybe it was five or 10 or 15 or 20 years ago. And now they've got a policy. And like you say, they're wondering, what on earth do I do with this thing? And I will tell you, it is one of the most challenging things to figure out because you have the sunk cost of buying this policy years ago and paying all these premiums into it. And now we have a situation where maybe you're retired now and you're on a fixed income and they're raising the premium 10 or 20% a year. At some point, you have to cry uncle and say, I can't take this anymore. So there's a few options that you have. One is, uh, depending on your disposable income, you might say, you know what, this is something that's of concern to me. I'm going to keep paying it. So you could keep that policy as long as you can possibly afford it. Another option is to review you know, those eight different options that we have, and long-term care insurance is just one of those eight. So this is one of those discussions, Jen, that we do have with our clients, helping them kind of figure that out and what makes sense for them. Maybe there are better solutions. You know, If we have a minute, we can talk about some of those other options. The third option that we do see a lot of people use is most companies, when they're raising your premiums, they'll give you the option. So let's say they're raising the premium by 20%. So they'll give you the option to either pay 20% more and keep your benefits or keep the premium the same and reduce your benefits by 20%. Now, that's not a thrilling option to have, of course, because you've been paying premiums for those benefits all this time, but it may be a way for you to keep a policy and have some benefits while not breaking the bank with the premiums, if that makes sense. So I will say, Jen, that the biggest change I've seen in the last 22 years is a couple decades ago, sometimes people were looking at buying a long-term care policy with the intent of it covering all of their nursing care costs. Uh, what we see much more now is someone saying, at the lowest expense possible to us and with the least effect on our budget, how can we have something that's just going to minimize the effect on my family, right? Because think of a married couple, and if one of you needs nursing care, that is obviously a very difficult thing for that person. But the other spouse has a huge problem too, right? Because they're dealing with that consequence of those additional expenses to them. So what we really want to do is we want to take that healthy spouse and try and protect their income as much as absolutely possible. You've already got enough on your plate. Imagine being into retirement and enjoying retirement, and now your spouse needs nursing care, and you want to make sure they get good care, and you, you don't want to be worried about money at all. So what we want to do is have a plan so that the money doesn't have to become the priority. What you can have is you can have something in place. It may not cover every penny of that care, but it covers enough so that you don't have a drastic lifestyle change on the spouse that's still healthy. And that's, again, that doesn't mean that's the perfect way to do it, Jen. It's just all about figuring out how do you want to do it? What makes the most sense for you? If that's the way to do it, then we can help you build it that way. If you'd rather have more coverage or if you're not concerned about having coverage, then we can dial it in one way or the other for you. It's all about having a custom-built retirement plan with five different areas. And just one of those areas is your health care plan during retirement. So the opportunity that we present you today is to get started and take a look at your plan or help you build that plan for the first time at absolutely no cost and no obligation by calling us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer that five-step retirement review, and one of those areas is your health care plan. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a meeting with one of our retirement planners. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. And if it's easier to find the numbers as you program them into your phone, 803-973-8473 is how you can reach Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists. Again, that's 803-973-8473. Today, we're going over Pat's short list of retirement planning questions. And this last issue that made the cut might surprise you. Find out what it is when Save Your Retirement continues. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He's the founder of Preservation Specialists and the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. As we get into this last part of the show, if you hear something you'd like to get some answers on, maybe you'd like a little bit of guidance in these retirement planning questions we're covering today. You don't have good answers to them. Well, you can pick up the phone and give Pat and his team at Preservation Specialists a call. The number to call is 803-973-8473. That's 803 973 
8473 or 803-9-RETIRE. Now, Pat, we have been focusing on just a smaller list of retirement planning questions on the show today. And I have to tell you, this last one we're going to talk about, it surprised me that this issue made the short list. So tell me, what's your plan for inflation? Why is that such a key question you need to be able to answer? Yeah, it's like many things, Jen. It's a combination of a few ideas. One is, you know, of course, we're living longer. And combined with that is that on average, we're retiring earlier. And most people know that we're living longer, but a lot of people are surprised that we're retiring earlier. And that's actually for three reasons. Unfortunately, only one is good. So uh, one is by choice. When people say, you know, that they've made their goals financially and they're ready to retire. That's the good one. That's the good one. Yes. <laughs> uh, very, very smart there, Jen. That's right. The other two are for health reasons mm. and then for work reasons, like being downsized. And yeah. that is an example We've had many clients come to us and maybe they've been downsized in their late 50s, early to mid 60s, and it was just before they were planning on retiring. And a lot of times the first step in that client relationship is helping them run the numbers to determine can they then go ahead and retire or do they need to be looking for either full-time work or something part-time. And of course, a lot of that depends on lifestyle and you know choices that that person wants to make. But that can be, you know I think, a tremendously valuable conversation for a lot of people. So what we're talking about is, of course, things get more expensive over time. So now if we're thinking back a couple of generations ago, maybe you worked until 65 and you lived to 75 or 80, so you had 10 or 15 years. So things would get a little more expensive, but that's not a lot of time for that to happen. If you're retiring at 60 and living to 95, now you have an amount of time that where things can get incredibly more expensive. You think back to 20 or 30 or 35 years ago, and it's a massive change in how costs have increased. You know, a client asked me about this recently, Jen, and when we were talking about it, I thought maybe the best example is not so much, you know, what is a gallon of milk cost right now, but think of bigger ticket items like buying a car. You know, let's say you're in, in the market for a car right now and it costs $30,000. Well, if inflation is increasing at the historical average, which is a little more than 3% a year, that means things are doubling in price every 24 years. So if you retired at 60, by the time you're 84, that $30,000 car is going to cost $60,000. I mean, that's kind of a crazy thing to think about, right? And of course, I'm guessing for most people, there might be at least another one or two car purchases in between. But I'm just using that example of just over a couple decades that's why this is critical because the last thing that you want to do is live on a fixed income for the rest of your life after you retire. You want to have an income that's going to keep up with inflation so that you can continue to enjoy your lifestyle. So, Pat, now that you've defined this issue of inflation and why we have to plan for it heading into retirement, what do we do about it? Can we outsave inflation or is this where we start to talk about investment strategies to help cover what's going to happen with inflation down the road? Well, the investment strategies are key to this, Jen, but I'll back up one step, which is just identifying the issue. And what I mean by that is we always say the foundation to a successful retirement plan is a written retirement income plan. And that's going to do a number of things. That's going to help you identify, you know, what your lifestyle is going to look like in general. Of course, we're not holding you to that pre-retirement, but it's giving us an idea of what your retirement income needs are going to be in retirement. It's going to help identify your income sources. It's going to help identify what tax bracket you're in and if we can help reduce that. And then the other thing it's going to do is it's going to help you see that income need. And I was just working with a um, client the other day. And he was kind of getting very confused in his head because he's thinking about today's dollars versus future dollars. He has told me that him and his wife want to spend $7,000 a month in retirement and then have that increasing for inflation. And that's his goal uh, that we're trying to target. Well, by the time he retires, to have that same purchasing power right now, that 7000 is now 11000 a month. Um, wow. And now it's hard to think about that because if you think about that difference right now, you think, well, that's crazy. I don't need that. But that's the difference that's going to happen. And of course, you know, Jen, the day he and his wife retire, things aren't going to be fixed from that point on, right? right. They're going to continue yeah. increasing. So I always say the first step is seeing it on paper so you can see, okay, I'm thinking in terms of today's dollars. Now this projection is going to put that out there and help me see I'm going to need, if I want $7,000 a month, eventually it's going to be 10000 It's going to be 15000 If I live long enough, it could literally be $20,000 a month if my lifestyle is not changing. Now, maybe if you live long enough, you're not going to be doing as much. But those are the types of things we're talking about. So even before we solve the problem, I want my clients to see it 
and realize the power and the need for that increasing income in retirement. And so that's, again, why we talk about, Jen, the power of a written retirement income plan. And the reason we offer our retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation is we just see so much value in it. So if you have a retirement income plan, we think it's a great opportunity to get a second opinion at absolutely no cost. But if you don't have a retirement income plan, it's a great opportunity to at least get a preliminary plan put together at absolutely no cost and no obligation. To get started, call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. This is not a cookie-cutter approach. It's an opportunity to sit down with one of our retirement planners, talk through your individual personal financial situation, and help you start building a plan to help you accomplish the retirement of your dreams. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. Pat Struvey is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rizak alongside. Pat gave you the number 803-9-RETIRE or 803-973-8473. If it's a little easier to find those numbers on your phone, again, that's 803-973-8473. Pat, as we talk about this issue of inflation being something we need to address down the road, I think that issue goes hand in hand with longevity. The fact that we're living longer means inflation, that issue becomes more real to us. Another issue that becomes more real, Pat, is taxes, because it doesn't matter how old you are or how long you live, you're not going to escape taxes in retirement, are you? No, that's exactly right. And what we actually do with our clients is we ask them not to think in terms of taxes in their planning, because our job is to help keep those as low as possible. What we want to do is figure out, okay, after all the taxes are paid, and you don't have to worry about inflation either. So that's why we think in terms of today's dollars. So if you were retiring today in today's dollars, forget about taxes, how much money do you need coming in on a monthly basis to feel like you can live the lifestyle that you want? Mm -hmm. And depending on what that number is, then we can go back and and back out the taxes. And of course, we're not doing that on a pad of paper anymore, thankfully. (laughs) We we have software that'll help us create that plan. But it is a big piece of this, Jen. And the other thing is, When we talked about earlier in the show, different sources of income, each different source may be taxed in a different way. And retirement for most people is the first time in your life where you actually have some say over where your income comes from and how it's going to be taxed, right? Most of us are working a job through our 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s. And so you're just earning your income, you're paying taxes on it. And that's a good thing, but you don't have a whole lot of control over your taxes. Imagine if you retire and you have social security and you have pension and you have 401k withdrawals and you have Roth IRA and maybe you have some money in the bank that you have access to. Well, all of those are going to be handled differently. What we can do with all of those different sources is we can help you draw at the right amount of each area. So you're paying the lowest possible tax or in the lowest bracket possible. And Jen, one of the most powerful things about that is one of the areas that a lot of our clients live in is somewhere between the 12% bracket and the 22% bracket. So that is literally $1 up. You're jumping almost a doubling of tax rate. So if we can help keep you in the 12% bracket as long as possible, that's incredibly powerful. And that means you are saving taxes, which of course means more money in your pocket to enjoy and do the things that you want to do. Pat, talk a little bit about the tax implications of what happens when you get into retirement, you have that 401k, you look at the balance that's in your 401k and you think, great, I have $750,000. Do you actually have $750,000 to spend on your retirement, Pat? That's the question. (laughs) It's a great question, Jen. Yeah, it's certainly human nature is we like to see, of course, that number get bigger and bigger. I have noticed over 22 years that men, there's something about the counting, you know what I mean, of (laughs) of when that dollar amount of all of our assets crosses over whatever that number is. And, you know, everyone's number is different. It doesn't matter. It could be 100,000 or a million or 10 million. There's just another zero on each one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is powerful to understand that $750,000 in your 401k or IRA is definitely not worth as much as $750,000 in the bank or in a Roth IRA. And that is because you essentially have an IOU to the government because every single dollar of that is ultimately going to be taxed. Now, can we get that money out at 10 and 12% tax brackets, which means you're only paying about seventy-five to 85000 in taxes? Or is that going to cost you twenty or thirty? or more percent 
when you take it out. That is very powerful to understand. And a lot of tax strategists these days look at the current tax brackets and say, this is an opportunity for you to consider shifting some of that from tax deferred money into something like a Roth IRA or other sources that would generate tax-free income. And so those are the types of discussions we're having with existing clients and new clients helping them ultimately try and figure out how do I pay as little taxes as possible over the course of my retirement. Pat, talk a little bit about the difference between tax planning, like what we're talking about, thinking about those tax implications down the road and doing something about it now versus tax preparation, which a lot of us have done and we might think is the same thing. Well, there's two definitions when it comes to taxes and differences that I always like to point out. That's the second one, Jen. The first one is the difference between tax avoidance and tax evasion. Do you know that difference? (laughs) What is it? It's 20 years. (laughs) I knew it was going to be good. (laughs) Yes. So obviously we don't want to do any type of tax evasion, but we are trying to avoid taxes in a legal manner. And yes, uh, what you mentioned is the difference between tax planning and tax preparation. We love to work in connection with a client who's working with a CPA because a CPA is an expert at tax preparation. They know how to take your information this year and help you pay as little taxes as possible this year. What we are trying to do is we're trying to look at next year and every year into the future. Now, obviously, everyone would love to pay the least amount of taxes this year and every single year into the future, (laughs) but that's not always possible. Sometimes there's a give and a take there. So if you do your own taxes with TurboTax or something like that, that's completely okay. But if you have a CPA, that can be fantastic for us to talk with or strategize with for you as well. So it really depends on, again, where you're focusing your time and your effort. For most people, most of the time, they're focusing on tax preparation. How do I pay as little taxes as I can this year? When you hire us, one of the things we're doing, one of those five areas that we're helping you plan in is your tax planning. And it can be extremely powerful to look at how much am I going to pay in taxes over the course of my lifetime. If you think about over the next 20 to 30 years, if we can save you 10 or 20 or 50 or or $100,000 in income taxes, just think of what you can do with that money. Of course, you don't have that all in your pocket today, but it's more money in your pocket over time throughout your retirement. And that's what we're trying to do. And, and hopefully you can see this is all about taking all five of those areas. And I love the picture of imagining income planning, tax planning planning, investment planning, healthcare planning, and estate planning. Imagine those in a circle and they're puzzle pieces because they all fit together and they're all kind of intertwined. And what we do is we build out a plan that is the best for you. And then we help you implement that plan. And then we help you manage that plan. And if it doesn't need to be changed, it can stay the way it is. And if there are things that can improve it down the road, then we help you improve it. And that's the beauty of having not a transactional relationship, but a long-term relationship with a retirement planner rather than a transaction where you just buy or sell something. Jen, that's what we love to do. That's what we're all about. We have had so much fun building long-term relationships, friendships with our clients. And that's the reason we love doing this show is to give information to those of you that want to do it yourselves. And for those of you that could benefit from hiring a retirement planner, give us a call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. It is absolutely no cost and no obligation to sit down with one of our retirement planners and put together a five-step retirement review to help you see where you stand in your retirement planning. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat just gave you the phone number. Make sure you remember it. It's 803-9-RETIRE. Or if you need to find those numbers to program them into your phone, it's 803-973-8473. Be sure to tune in again next week to hear some more insights from Pat. I am Jen Rezac. Thanks again for listening. Have a great week. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialists is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.